0: Oh man, oh man, oh man, not again Yeah, I learned a game from William Wesley, you can never check me Back to back for the niggas that didn't get the message Back to back like I'm on the cover of Lethal Weapon Back to back like I'm Jordan 96, 97, whoa Very important and very pretentious When I look back, I might be mad that I gave this attention Yeah, but it's weighing heavy on my conscience yeah. And fuck, you left the boy no options I wanna see my niggas go insane You gon' make me step out of my fucking frame. You gon' make me buy bottles for Charlemagne You gon' make me go out of my fucking way I waited four days, nigga, where y'all at? I drove here in the rave playing AR app I'm not sure what it was that really made y'all mad But I guess this is what I gotta do to make y'all rap I mean, Oh, can't fool the city, man, they know what's up Second floor, Tussies getting shoulder rubs Just for y'all to think that I don't write enough They just mad cause I got the Midas touch You love her, then you gotta get a world tour Is that a world tour or your girl's tour? I know that you gotta be a thug for her This ain't what she meant when she told you to open up more Yeah, trigger fingers, turn to Twitter fingers Yeah, you getting body by a singing nigga I'm not the type of nigga that'll type of niggas And shout to all my boss bitches, wife, and niggas Make sure you hit him with the bring up. Then tell man to ease up. I did another one, I did another one. You still ain't did shit about the other one. Got the drink in me going back to back. Yeah, going back to back. I got the drink in me going back to back. Yeah, I'm What's
1: going to back. What's up everybody? It's your boy Chris Style, and you're tuned in to Arrowhead Chief Podcast. And we are here finally back to back a f c champions Kansas City chiefs, they did it again in great fashion, dominant fast fashion um pretty much just dominated the whole game against the buffalo bills um now, going into this game, a lot of people were high on the buffalo bills and pretty much was you know saying a lot of narratives. Like I said in the last episode, there was a lot of narratives going into this game with the Buffalo Bills coming in the Arrowhead. A lot of people thought Buffalo was going to come in and, and and just dominate us or come in and just beat us and because they were coming in hot. Now, I will say this, in their two playoff games, even in the Colts game, um I don't believe they looked as the Colts missed a lot of opportunities. They should have won that game. Then when they went into the Ravens game, Josh Allen didn't look good at all. He, in the first half, they rewarded, they put the ball in Josh Allen's hand and he rewarded the team with three points. That's it. If it wasn't for the interception, the the, the game would have been 10 to three. That's what they would have won by. 10-3. And if, you know, if Lamar Jackson doesn't throw the pick and he scores, it's 10-10. And we might we might have been seeing the Ravens instead of the Buffalo Bills. So going into this game, Buffalo wasn't looking too great. Even on the defense, they had some luck bounced this way. Nick Wright uh, first things first. Had a lot of, you know, had an interesting stat that in both playoff games against the Colts and the Ravens, both the Colts and the Ravens were in the red zone eight times. Eight times. And they only walked away with 16 points. I knew that if the Buffalo Bills allowed the Chiefs in the red zone, if they allowed the Chiefs to march down the field and get in the red zone, They were going to walk away with more than six points. And you want to know how many times they ended up in the red zone? Five times. Five times they ended up in the red zone. And they scored every single time. The only time they didn't, only only time they they scored a field goal one time. All the rest of them, touchdowns. They dominated the Buffalo Bills. The defense can do nothing. And, you know, going into this game, you know, Mahomes had the the concussion protocol and, you know, from the Browns game and then the turf toe, everybody was concerned. Well, Mahomes looked the same. Not only did he look the same, he showed the world once again that he is the best player in the league. He is the best quarterback in this league and it's by a wide margin because going into this game people were kind of argue that josh allen is on the same level as mahomes and and that maybe he might be even better than jo- than patrick mahomes and you just saw the clear difference when the bright lights come on great players show up and the chiefs great players showed up now in K- kansas city chiefs fashion they start the game off, you know, Buffalo marches down the field, has to kick a field goal. Then, you know, the Chiefs, you know, their first drive, you know, Tyreek, he drops a pass that would have, you know, got them down probably down like the thirty yard line. He ends up dropping a pass like on third and seven. So, you know, first so the you know, there was a little first quarter jitters, you know, it was, you know, a great pass to hit Tyree right in his hands and he dropped it. So it was already kind of starting off like, okay, here we go. Then Buffalo comes back defense, which I'm going to get into the defense um, in a minute, but the defense, you know, they do their thing. And, and the defense shuts down the, the offense of the Buffalo bills and the bills have to punt the bills punt. Miko, and you know, Miko's had his issues with catching punts this season, but he catched the punt and the ball kind of was awkward in his arm. And when he tried to run, it flew out of his arms and Buffalo ends up getting the ball at the one. They end up scoring. Now it's nine to zero. Now, like I said, in Chiefs fashion, they go by instead of ten points, they go down nine points. Now, as Chief fans, we should be used to this. Last year, you know how the playoffs went. Was down twenty-four to zero. We end up winning fifty-one to thirty-one against the Houston Texans. We go down ten points against the uh, Titans, and we end up winning uh, like what was it thirty-one to seventeen? I think. Don't quote me on that. Then, in the Super Bowl, we go down. Was it, twenty-one to ten? We end up winning. I think thirty-one to twenty-one. What saying that to say is, <clears throat> we are used to going down points and then coming back, surging. This team is battle-tested when it comes to going down. There is an NFL lie, uh NFL films. Um, video out on Twitter um, where it shows after Miko Harmon fumbles that football he goes to the sideline and, and Travis Kelsey kind of says you know is there's, there's you know a lot of game to be played you know I'm paraphrasing there's a lot of game to be played um, shake it off pretty much And but Miko you could still say it was still in his head he puts the he puts the jacket over his head and he kind of bears himself so then Patrick Mahomes comes over and he lifts it up, and he said, "Hey, hey, hey! Look at me. There's, there's more. You're gonna make a play to erase that play. We, we do this. This is what we do. Be you." And he told the other receiver, "Be you. We got this." And what happens on the next drive? Miko Harman racks off a 50-yard run. They get to the goal line. They throw a screen pass to Miko Harman. He scores the first touchdown. Now it's seven to nine. And from that point on. The Chiefs just soared. The defense, shout out to the defense, man! I tell you, this is the defense shows up when it needs to show up, and it shows up. It's showing up in the playoffs. Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Tyron Matthew, LeJarius Sneed, even Chavarius Ward. They all showed up. Hitchens, um, Sorensen, even Juan Thornhill. Juan Thornhill it looked like the Juan Thornhill of his rookie season. He was flying around. He looked like he's confident on that leg again. You know when you know those ACL tears. You know those those are tricky injuries, man. And it's different for different people. Some people it takes a little lesser lesser. Some people it takes a year, a year and a half. It took him some time, but it it, it was right on time because Juan. Looked like the one that we drafted last year. He, he was flying all over the place. He was, you know, he looked like the safety that we drafted last year in the, in the uh, second, uh, second and third round. The kid looked amazing. He almost had a pick. He was disruptive. It, it, the secondary played an awesome game. They played a great game. They was, on, they was stuck on the receivers. Stephon Diggs could not get off. Like he's been getting off. Josh Allen was under duress the whole game. And this game just shows me there's levels to this thing, man. The Kansas City Chiefs from top to bottom are just the better team. From quarterback to head coach to, you know, positions, uh, uh, skill positions to the defense. It just showed one team been there before and the other team lacked the experience. Now listen, the Buffalo bills could go two ways and I'm not going to stay stuck on the Buffalo bills, but the Buffalo bills can go two ways. Either the Buffalo bills will add to their, they'll learn from this, add some pieces to their roster To compete with the Kansas City Chiefs or they can be like the Jacksonville Jaguars when they were soaring high with Blake Blake Bortles as their quarterback and they can they can descend and go back to obscurity. It's all up on Josh Allen's development and he from year two to three, he really developed. Let's see how he looks in year four. Let's see what he does next year. Let's see what the Buffalo Bills can do next year, Add in pieces, draft picks, free agency. Let's see what happens. Because right now, I don't see no team beating these Kansas City Chiefs. This is going to be the same. Most of the same players are going to be on this team next year, give or take two. I don't think Demarcus Robinson comes back, and I don't think Sammy Watkins comes back. With his, with his health issues, I just I don't see it. I think they let Sammy go, walk, and maybe he go get some opportunity somewhere else. I don't know. Maybe because of injuries. Maybe he has to retire. I don't know. And, you know, the offensive line, we don't know the status of Mitchell shorts and his back. We don't know the severity of it. We don't know if it's career ending or maybe he just, you know, this year he's just, he needed to let it heal. And he'll be back next year being the Mitchell shorts that we know, the all pro right tackle that he is. And then it hurts that we, we lost left tackle Eric Fisher with an Achilles rupture, and, you know, those are hard to come back, especially with a man of his size, it's hard to come back from that. So we'll see. We'll see, you know, as far as the offensive line and, and, and um, some of the other, you know, there's some defensive pieces, but for the most part, the core, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, you know we got Clyde Edwards-Helaire. He's gonna have a year under his belt. I expect him to get better next year because now he'll understand the offense more. He'll understand the protections as far as blocking assignments. He'll be a better player. So it's gonna be interesting to see how this team, um, how it develops. You know, in these next few years, because. With this core, I believe we can win probably one or two more championships if we win this Super Bowl. In this, in this window, where we got these players, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, you know, Lajarius Sneed, <laughs> Tyron Matthews. I, I, I believe that they uh, give Tyron and Matthews an extension. I wouldn't be surprised after this season. They give Tyron Matthews an extension. But it's gonna be interesting to see what you know with this core guy. How many championships we can run? Out, how many how many Super Bowls can we get to? Because this is a well-oiled machine. From Brett Veach to Andy Reid, they got this thing rolling now. And I don't see no team beating us because Buffalo. Had no answers. They had no answers for Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the league, and we might be talking about the best tight end ever. Because what Travis is doing, man, nobody can touch him. Corners are too small. He bullies them and bodies them up, and safeties and linebackers are too slow. They just cannot cover that dude. He is a, he is a walking matchup nightmare for. Any defensive player that has to cover him. Any. There may be a few safeties, I believe, that can maybe, you know, try to cover him when healthy. Maybe Derwin James or the Chargers. But other than that, I don't see it, man. I really do not see it. So, like I said, great performance from the Kansas City Chiefs, man. They they came into this game, man, with, with with a mission. You could just see it. They was on a mission even after they won the game. You know, it's funny, you know, from last year, you know, when they won the Lamar Hunt Trophy, it was just a different type of vibe. They was running around, it was excitement. Not to say they weren't doing it down. Cuz you know, there was guys, you know, playing in the confetti and Taking pictures and th- things of that nature, but you could just tell there was a different level of calmness over this team because they knew, yes, this is great. We won. We kept the Lamar Hunt Trophy back in Kansas City, and that's beautiful. But we got bigger fish to fry, and that's get that Super Bowl, and that just comes from leadership, man. That comes from Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. And and, and uh, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, all the leaders, Tyron Matthew, Chris Jones, Franklin, all the leaders on this team just have a sense of this is great. You kept the Lamar Hunt trophy back in the building, back in Arrowhead, but the, the, the mission is not over. That's why the running back hashtag is going around. That's why the running back, you know tagline has been going around because that's what they've been on. Run it back. We brought all the pieces back. Let's run it back with this team. Let's get a Super Bowl. Let's get another Super Bowl. Back to back. Let's crush the mold. Let's let's do something that nobody told us we, you know, could be done. And that's win back to back Super Bowls. And don't be surprised next year when the tagline is 3peat. And they think they could try to go for another and they're going to try to go for another Super Bowl because as long as you got 15 at quarterback, as long as you you know and even you know what I'm saying a lot of people you know try to discredit Pat and Patrick, and we're going to talk about that, discredit him because of his weapons, but even with you know with these weapons, Patrick's skill set and his greatness. And then on the defensive side, you got the dogs like you got dogs like Tyron Matthew, Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Lajarius Sneed. Man, sky's the limit for this team, man. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. And I, I don't see about anybody in the AFC really challenging us. I, I think teams will get better. Most definitely. You know, you still got the Ravens. Ravens can definitely get better. Buffalo can definitely get better. The Colts, if they get a competent, if they get a a good quarterback, a Matthew Stafford, an Aaron Rodgers, or you know somebody of that caliber, there's a possibility that that <laughs> that team could could challenge us because they have a very good defense, and if they get a quarterback who can sling the football around. And stretch the field with that running game. They got a great running game with with Taylor and and, and Niles Pond and you know Marlon Mack. Like they're going they're going to be a a threat to the Chiefs if they get a quarterback. But I'm still taking the Chiefs nine times out of nine or nine times out of ten. Probably you know ten times out of ten actually, excuse me. So yeah, I just think that this team tra- trajectory is we're gonna dominate this league for a minute. This ain't just a two gear thing. This is gonna be some years, man, and we could we could be the next dynasty. You know the Patriots had it now. It's it, it, it's it's our time. For all the heartache. That the Kansas City Chiefs kingdom has been through, with you know playoff losses and things of that nature, and <clears throat> just crazy, crazy stuff happening to us as Chiefs fans. It is a wonderful time to be a Chiefs fan because, man, all those years that we that we went through, this point in time is worth it. It's worth it, man. It's worth it to have the best quarterback, the best tight end, the one, the best wide receiver, you know. All that heartache led up into this. And if you had told me this was wh- where it was going to lead up to, I would have told you he was crazy. Never in a million years did I think we would have the best wide receiver, the best, you know, we've always had, we've had a great tight end and Tony. But the best quarterback, I would have told you you was crazy. One of the best coaches in the league, if not the best this year. This might be Andy Reid's time. And and if Andy can rack up some wins and some some championships, maybe two more after this one, we might have to have a discussion between Andy Reid and Bill Belichick who is actually the better coach? Because the one thing Andy Reid has working for him, not only now is he is, you know, he's winning and he's getting the, you know the Super Bowls, but Andy is a teacher of men and a lot of his coaching disciples are in this league. That coach, a lot of them coach in this league. So, I'm just saying, man, it's it's a beautiful time man. It's a beautiful time. Um now let's switch gears man. I want to talk about Patrick Mahomes man. Now you know this season for him has <laughs> been kind of funny, you know. You know, he put up good yardage this year. He's put up great touchdowns and you know, it's funny how people want to discredit Pat Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he has too many weapons, and let's see what he would do without those weapons. And, you know, then there's a narrative of, you know, he's got Andy Reid and there'd be enemy, and if he had a different coach, would he be this good? It's like, it cracks me up that soon when Patrick Mahomes came into this league, you know, you know there was some, there was a lot of naysayers. Like, who is this kid? He played at Texas Tech. He played in the Air Raid system, which all them Big Twelve quarterbacks they put up huge numbers, and they really can't. You know they don't translate to the league. But the thing about it is, Andy Reid saw something in this kid, and he saw something enough. That he knew he could work with him and take him to the next level. And, you know, what Andy did was he fine-tuned his fundamentals and then still allowed the kid to be the gunslinger that he is. But a smart gunslinger. Where Pat does all the off-schedule stuff when the plays break, break down. And that was one thing that we was missing from... Our team, you know, kudos to Alex Smith, but the thing was, is Alex Smith stood within the playbook. If it, if, if anything outside the playbook, if it broke down, it was the play was gonna break down. You know, sometimes, and and you know, Alex Smith, he always had like he was always a good running quarterback, better than what people give him credit for. He actually had wheels before his leg injury. He would be able to run down the field, and you know get first downs here and there. But what Andy needed was somebody who could who can throw the football down the field cuz we all know Andy loves to throw the ball. He needed somebody with a strong arm who was smart with the football, who can make plays off script when the play breaks down, when the scripted plays are breaking down, when the offensive line is not blocking when when you know when in, in the first, in his first few reads, when the play isn't, you know, when nobody's open, he has to move around a little bit, buy some time, get people open. See, people don't understand. That's what makes Patrick Mahomes great. Yes, operating within the offense, he could do that all day. Making checks at the line, he could do that all day. He's a very smart player. But what makes him and what was going to get us, get the Chiefs over the hump and start getting to these championship games and winning was his, his moxie, his leadership is not, you know, we needed a quarterback who had a dog. He has that dog, that edge to him. He's a very, now Patrick in his interview, you know, he's a nice kid and, you know, he, he, he seems like a very nice guy. You can walk up to him, probably say, hey, Patrick, can I get an autograph? And he'll probably do it for the most part. But one thing Me called him in the beginning of the season was he said that Patrick Mahomes is a competitive prick. So that lets me know that he got some craziness in him. In a recent, yesterday, on the drive on 610 Sports with Car- with Carrington Harrison and Sean Levine, when they interviewed him, he said, I hear the noise. You know, I get tired of hearing the narratives and I'm paraphrasing, but he pretty much said, I'm tired of hearing the national beat media get, creating narratives about me, about this team. And so he goes out there and he shows it when Patrick Mahomes feels like he's disrespected. He will go out there and show off. And he's petty too. Very petty. He will rub it in your face. He will rub it in your face. And it's just, it's crazy. The Stephen A. Smiths who consistently, oh, if if, if such and such had these weapons, you know what, but they don't. And we got to stop that. Stop trying to discredit the man's greatness because he has good, he has a good organization who had, who, you know, with these same, these weapons have been here before Patrick. It wasn't like Patrick was here and then they went and grabbed these guys. It wasn't like he, he had a season without these guys and he didn't do nothing. No, he was drafted into here because Andy knew he had to get the best out of these weapons. It's no, it's no coincidence that that numbers Went up. With Alex Smith. They was, they was putting up numbers. But they weren't putting up these numbers. One thing Patrick Mahomes do, did. Is he enhanced. These weapons. He enhanced. What he has in these weapons. And one thing. That goes unsung. Is the, is the leadership. The camaraderie. Yes, you could talk about, oh, if, if Aaron Rodgers or, or if Deshaun Watson or, you know, any of these other players, you know, good, quarter, good to great quarterbacks, top five quarterbacks were in this offense, could they do what Patrick does? You don't know because you don't know if the chemistry would have been off. Who would have said that Deshaun Watson and Tyreek Hill and, and Travis Kelsey, all of them would, would be able to have this bond and this connection? Aaron Rodgers, you know how Aaron Rodgers is. Who knows if he would have had a connection with Travis Kelsey and, and, and have this, you know, where they where they vibe. Because one thing I know is Patrick Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey on that field, they have a connection. When Pat is scrambling around, Travis just knows where to be at all times. And Pat will find him. So, it's just funny, and I'm tired of it. I'm just tired of the narratives that they try to discredit Patrick because he has, you know, great talent around him. But I believe he enhances that talent. He makes that talent better. You know, like I said, yes, were they putting up numbers? But they weren't putting up these type of numbers. So, let's switch gears, man. Um, Let's talk about, you know... I'm not gonna get into you know predictions and break down this game, but going against Tampa Bay and you know week twelve we went against Tampa Bay and for the most part we dominated. You know the Chiefs dominated. Patrick had like over two hundred some yards. Ty- Tyreek Hill was he was killing both of this you know their their corners. You know Carson Davis he was getting abused that game. And it was just terrible. In the first quarter, he had 203 yards and what two touchdowns already. It was just a massacre. Now, yes, did they come back in that game? They did. But I believe the Chiefs let their foot off the gas, too, especially defensively. I just believe they let their foot off the gas because they knew at the end of the day they had that game in the bag. So, it'll be interesting to see the adjustments that Todd Bowles makes, the adjustments that Bruce Arians makes going into the Super Bowl. And the one thing that we have working for us against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, other than Tom Brady and Gronk, um, this team doesn't have Super Bowl uh, experience. See, the Chiefs are coming off a year off, you know, a year last year they got that experience last year. They got that you know, oh man, we here. Experience. Now, this year is like, all right, we supposed to be here. So their mindset is different. Their mindset is more potent. It's more, "All right, we came here to run it back. Let's get this other Super Bowl." And I believe Patrick He's on a mission because he wants to have a better performance than what he had last year. Because last year, you know, he started off good, and then in the middle, it was, you know, it was shaky. He threw a couple of bad picks, and then in the fourth quarter, he ended up, you know, pulling it off. But I believe this time, this team wants to show that they're better than that. So... It's going to be interesting to see how what Andy dials up, you know, with the defense, with Spags down. And, and that's another thing. Spags has Tom Brady's number. When he was with the Giants, he shut down, he, he, he shut down that 2007 team, that all-time team that went undefeated in the regular season and then did it again in, what, 2000, I want to say, nine, maybe a little later than that, he did it again to Tom Brady. That defense shut him down, and he wasn't really able to do anything. So Spags might have Tom Brady's number, and it's going to be interesting to see what he does. So that's my time today. I appreciate y'all next week. I'll get more in-depth into the game because it will be leading up to the Super Bowl. I'll talk about, you know, what I expect, keys to the game, um, and i also give my prediction for the Super Bowl. So uh, continue to show your love and support, man. Um, <clears throat> follow me on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, um, Arrowhead Chief Podcast, on all, all three of those uh, um, social media sites, streaming sites. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google, and any other podcast uh, website where you listen to your podcast, you can listen to us, man. Arrowhead Chief Podcast. I appreciate y'all. We in We in back in the Super Bowl. We running it back. Let's get this W, baby. Go Chiefs. Are you an Arrowhead Chief?
2: Hey! hey. Are you an Arrowhead? Are you a arrowhead chief? 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 Are you a arrow head it's a whole new season. Crowd getting pumped, yelling from the bleachers. Tomahawk of hot chalk, blessing from the speakers. Chill leaders ready, lacing up them sneakers. 16 games, 16 ways. Kansas City Chiefs gotta rep that name. Push to the end, gotta win each game. Bloods win tears in the snow and the rain. Never give up, gotta push through the pain. Chargers, Rams, Raiders, Broncos. Grab your peanuts, grab your nachos. If it's raining, pack a poncho. Lip in the sky, soaring high. Kansas City Chiefs, now we're on the rise. Super Bowl ready, it's the perfect time. You can see the passion looking in their eyes. Sold out games, sacrifice. Money be the champs, gotta pay the price. Tune in live now channel 5, Kansas City Chiefs bring the town alive Sold out gang, sacrifice, wanna be the champs, gotta pay the price Tune in live now channel 5, Kansas City Chiefs bring the town alive Kansas City, are you an Arrowhead chief? Stop and do the nay, nay. now we chop it to the beat Tailgate, every Sunday, yeah we bleed that red and gold Kansas City Chiefs, it's time to take control Kansas